Hey guys, welcome back to week two of our weekly recap. We are joined today, today, not today, uh, today with my lovely wife, Megan. There Hello. she is. <laughs> There's a delay. And then also Mr. Mustache himself. Ah, thank you for uh, identifying me by a facial feature. You're welcome. <laughs> You're more, he's more than his and mustache. And we are, we are so pumped to introduce to you our friend and fellow ministry resident hey. at Three Circle Church. <laughs> this is none other than Tyson Big Boy Stanley. Hey. Big Boy. Hey. Big Boy. Let's go. So yeah. basically when we ask a question, we all have to agree to address him as Big Boy. What do you think about this? <laughs> hey, that's Love a great it. John 3.16 says, hey, Big Boy, what do you think? <laughs> so, so Tyson, the way this works is we're just talking about what we're going over in the student ministry in the current week that we're in. But before we kick things off, traditionally, we go over just, I would argue, the most valuable question that get that gets asked in these podcasts, and that is, hey, would you rather? Yeah. So we're hoping that Isaac does really well this time. No, t- no Big no, Boy has one. This oh, Big is, Boy. I'm sorry, Big this Boy. Is, Big Boy's got one. This is Tyson's initiation to the podcast. Big Boy, if it's bad, can't come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's your first time. Um, you have to ask a question. Would you rather... All right, you're in the woods. This is already good. Yeah, I know. He, the came, in, he oh. came in with confidence. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather juke out of a black bear? It's like it's coming for you. You got trees around you. That's the only resource. You can use the trees, climb Your up juke on. Your juke is, oh, the trees. Or you can hide behind it. Like, you know. You just got to get away. Little, you got to get away from You got to get away from the black bear. Don't get eaten. Not fight him, but you have to juke him. Just juke him. I mean, you, you can't, can't fight, fight him, a but black like, bear. I think a, like juking him is a better. Bro, I could take a black bear. No. I do too. I do. Okay, okay we'll, finish. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, or will you rather get in the boxing ring with Mike Tyson? Not prime Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson now. He's still scary. He's probably Dude, more scary. I think I'm taking the black bear all day. Dude, black bear. <laughs> black like he bear. hits me. Mike Tyson hits yeah, me. Like he's, he's coming for you. Like, hey, but you can't juke him because you're in the like, you can't No, just I'm jump taking out. the black bear. I'm I do not want to get wow. hit by him. Nah, I ain't trying to get hit. Wow. You might you but, may yeah. as well say, do you want a shot at running away from a black bear or dying? <laughs> that's that's the way I see that. <laughs> it's a 50-50 yeah, chance with the black bear. It's a hundred percent chance yeah, with Mike Tyson. Me. Maybe multiple times. No, I I think ninety-five percent chance I get away from that black bear. Ninety-five? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'm absolutely. using I'm using City League football background. <laughs> I'm getting away. City League. <laughs> <laughs> might stiff arm. Do you do you think oh I just wonder, could you handle one punch from Mike Tyson? No. Like, no, out cold. Like hands behind your back? Like just standing there with your eyes your closed. Your neck's not strong enough. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think I could. He's gonna kill you. Strong I genuinely <laughs> think. No way your neck's strong. Like they you're done. Yeah, like I, I your really neck think. Snaps. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, dude. Uppercut. Your head's coming off. Oh, oh. Yeah. I didn't think about an uppercut. Dude. Ah. I, like it's painful just thinking about it. I, <laughs> your neck's not strong enough. <laughs> oh, dude, how did TC die? Oh, <laughs> he got hit by Mike Tyson. Oh, how many times? Oh, just once. <laughs> just, just once. <laughs> that is a good way to go out. <laughs> Megan said, "Is your neck's not strong enough?" <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. He can't handle it. <laughs> he can't handle it. Oh man. Okay, Ooh. so. We're recapping the week. Uh, we're in the middle of a series called RIP to the Old Me. We're taking a look at a few different topics, uh, how in Romans 5 it lays out that there are some things that that we think 
maybe are normal for us that Scripture calls us to say goodbye to, say put to the death. And Romans chapter 5 lays out some different ones. Last week we talked about doubt. Uh, this week we were talking about prosperity and the idea of, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure that we all have an individual story for this, but like when it came to following Jesus, there was this misconception or misunderstanding that when I follow Jesus, my life's just going to be good, but good according to me, right? And we all know if we've been following Jesus for any amount of time, that is not always the case. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 is a verse that gets tossed around so much because we think and believe that God wants us to prosper, which he does, but not in the sense that we think he does, right? We we tend to lean toward, well, he wants me to prosper in, you know, uh, popularity and status and stuff and and the things that really aren't important to God, Um in fact, God wants us to prosper in different ways, right? So when it comes to um, prospering, like we can say, RIP to me, RIP to, to, to suffering, uh, RIP to prosperity. So when it comes to, sorry, not RIP to suffering, but RIP to, to prosperity, because we as believers, like part of the, the badge of honor, so to speak, as following Jesus is like, you're going to go through hard stuff again. And again, Romans 5, 3 says this, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, fun word there, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. A lot to unpack there. What are your like initial thoughts when it comes to suffering and the person who's going, man, I, I'm going through something. I thought God loved me. Why am I going through a, a tough thing right now? Uh, what does that have to do with Christianity and following Jesus? Anyone can go first. I think, I mean, I'm reminded of just stories all throughout scripture. So Daniel in the lion's den, like God was with Daniel in the lion's den. You think about Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, God was with them in the fire. And so I think sometimes the things that are hard in our life or are suffering in our life are actually where the times where God shows up and we feel Him, uh, His presence or His closeness. Like like God is near to the brokenhearted. It tells us all through Scripture uh, that that is what is true. And those people who walk through things that are really hard or suffering, um, I think that they would attest to that as well. But then I think a lot of times our definition of good is not the same as God's definition of good. So he's all about our holiness, right? And his glory. And so things that we walk through that might be hard or considered suffering, and you don't make the team, you don't get in the college you want to go to, to you doesn't seem good, but maybe it is actually in the kingdom of heaven, good for right. you to actually walk through that. Yep. yep. It's redefining what is good. Uh, often a surprise and one that I would say we don't typically see in the middle of the ditch of life. It's usually after you've been through the thing that you look back and go, oh, wow, I hated that in the moment, mm -hmm. but man, I'm so glad I went through it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we threw this out in, in, in our teaching and we said, God is more concerned about our holiness than he is our happiness. And just, so just to define holy, to be holy, it's basically just to become more and more like Christ, more and more like God every single day. So God is more concerned about us becoming more like him than he does 
how happy we are. And we, I know we talked about being happy and joyful a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, just that difference of man, like we can do things that make us happy, right? I love yeah. cuddling up on the couch with my dog with a nice cozy blanket. <laughs> I thought he was going to say his wife and dog came out. That's, anyway, side note. <laughs> I mean, I love cuddling up with my wife as well, but that just makes me happy, right? But is that is that act making me holy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? I do. I know I that's do. a silly example. <clears throat> no, I, I get what you're saying. It's not to say, I, I would say too, for the those who are listening in, your happiness, like to be a, a, a happy believer, like there's nothing wrong yeah. or sinful about those things, right? Right, right, right. right. They're, number one, happiness is fleeting. It's usually limited to a circumstance. Uh, I think it's just not the chief concern that God has for us is your circumstantial, yeah. uh, your circumstances. We'll just say that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, I think that, like, you guys are talking about um, redefining the definition of, like, happy, and I think it's more of you realize that your happiness is more of, like, a comfortability thing, and it's less of yes. happiness. So, like, for me, um, some that I think about is, like, the, the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul, probably greatest evangelist of all time greatest church planner of all time like dude was a he was a menace he was a good guy he was a dog Mm -hmm. and like wrote majority of the new testament planted like the most famous churches ever um had a good life but didn't have a comfortable life like yeah he talks about in a lot of his letters like all the things that happened to him he was you know beaten he was persecuted like and and when we think of persecuted here, it's like, you know, somebody at school calling you weird for being a Christian. Like this dude was being chased <laughs> down. People wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a in a verse that I kind of keep in my back pocket, Second Corinthians four, ESV, extra spiritual version. Hey. Uh, come on. Verse eight, he says, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Later down, he says, so we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. So just to think about like having the question phrase, like would you rather be comfortable or would you rather be holy? Because in the uncomfortability, he's going to use those things to, you know, like make you holy. Like the pain is, you know, something that he uses. He says that our outer body is wasting away and he actually uses the things that does that the pain that does that you know to 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 renew our inner self like he says Mm. there's that underlying promise that you know no matter what's going on on the outside the inside is you know being fixed up i love that question i'm ready to fight mike tyson right now (laughs) i love that question (laughs) tyson because you're i mean you are pretty you know a few years removed from high school but closer than us how would you say you trained your brain or uh, renewed your mind in a way to think I would rather be holy than comfortable because I think a lot of people are chasing comfort. Our age, your age, all of us are chasing the idea of comfort instead of the idea of holiness. So what did you do in your high school years? Now, what do you do that helps you chase holiness instead of comfort? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing for sure, and this is going to be frustrating, I think, to a lot of you know people listening because you hear it so much, but like surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Um always had it preached to me growing up, like my dad, you know, um, bad company corrupts good morals. And I think the biggest thing that did it for me was putting myself in a position to where I had more mature believers speaking into my life. And so like from 
sophomore in high school, like my friends were 18, 19, 20 years old, all, you know, strong in their faith. And obviously that's not going to be the case for everybody. I'm not saying to go and find 20 year old. It's kind of weird, (laughs) but like, you know, getting myself out of a situation, I think somebody phrased it, you know, self-control, like you got to be able to use self-control, especially in high school. Mm -hmm. The best self-control is not even to put yourself in a position to where you have to exercise Mm self-control. So like getting yourself out of situations you know you're going to be in, like don't stay at the party, mm-hmm. even if you're you're not going to drink. Like that's just not, you know, it's Wise. not smart. Yeah. yeah so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Even when it's a hard choice. Sometimes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. They will be. Mm-hmm. One thing that, I, that, that I've always heard over the, over the years is that good things can become bad things whenever they become God things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sleep is really good for you. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I struggle with, just to be honest with y'all. Sleep is really good for you, but staying in bed an extra 30 minutes after your alarm goes off right. is not good for you because mm. in that 30 minutes, I could have been becoming holy and I could have been in my word. Mm-hmm. Could have been in the word, not my word, yeah. the word. And so really good things, right, can become really bad things whenever they become God things. <laughs> and And in that moment, I'm self-consciously saying that, this extra 30 minutes of sleep is way more important than spending time with my God. And so whatever whatever that is for whoever's listening out there, those good things in your life can become really bad things when they become God things. That's right. So how do we shift our focus on God wanting to God wanting us to prosper? It's us understanding that uh gosh, the best this is my own definition. My, the best form of prospering is is realizing that the the most valuable thing on this earth and not is a better understanding of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. regardless of the circumstances that I'm going through. Right. So, anyway, lots of good stuff there. Uh, good convo. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. Signing off. Catch you in seven days. <laughs>